Hey, what's up, Corey? Oh, not a lot. What's up with you, Brian? Not much. I'm getting ready for the spooky season. We're hitting into it. And I know that I love to be energized. Yeah, need that energy for the spooky season, baby. (laughs) I joke, but we had some friends at Magic Mind send over a batch of their drinks for us and um, just like send it over, ask us what we thought. Um, I tried it. I know you've tried it in the past. I think it's been great. It's it's just yeah. like this little green shot that you take with your coffee. For me, it like it extends my like coffee buzz throughout the day, which I'm a fan of. I feel like yeah. coffee lasts now like 20 minutes for me. Super easy to take. Just like I think those little, you know, the little like supplement shots are are pretty hot right now. But our friends at Magic Mind are are more of an independent business and you know focused specifically on on energizing you with like natural natural good stuff so <laughs> so we, we like it we enjoyed it for sure so yeah it's been cool and if uh, if you're also interested in it they have like a whole subscription thing and they've been cool enough to not only just send us samples but we also got a little promo going on with them um if you want to go over to magicmind.com you can use our promo code happy harvest all one word lowercase and you get 40 percent off with this code so that's pretty cool 40 percent off that is dope. That's what I love more than anything. Saving money. <laughs> I love it. And I love being energized for the best season of the entire year. It's true. I mean, those pumpkin spice lattes are great, but now you and can supercharge them yeah. <laughs> with Magic Mind. So thanks to Magic Mind for sending some over. Uh, yeah, we're a big fan of it. And if uh, you guys are also interested in it, yeah, just go to magicmind.com and use the promo code happy harvest look out something is going to get you tonight let's talk about the thing that's going to get you tonight welcome to the happy harvest horror show <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Brian. And this is the Happy Harvest Horror Show, where we get together and talk about our favorite spooky stuff. And we got a little bit of a different one this week. Uh, This week, I met some really cool people at Long Beach, California's Midsummer Scream a few weeks ago. And they were very kind and generous enough to come on to our podcast and do a little interview. So I got to get to know them and hear all about their story. So we're just going to check in with Corey real quick, see how spooky your week was. And then <laughs> we're going to bid adieu and say, see you later. And then peace out. I'm just going to get out of here. <laughs> and then we're going to hear a little, uh, we're going to hear a really cool little interview. But before we do that, Corey, how spooky, how spooky has your summer been? It's been, we've been kind of dry this summer. How, how yeah, spooky has your summer we been? Have, we have. Um, I mean, I've just been in the woods a lot. So, you know, that's like, that's pretty much what I do. Like most days, I'm either camping or I'm hiking and I'm just out there, you know, collecting rocks like any good little witch does. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've just been kind of enjoying the forest this week i've actually i just started um i decided i want to do a marathon leading up to like halloween of all of the michael flanagan series so i just started hill house or almost done with hill house yeah 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 like two episodes left of hill house um and it honestly i don't think i've watched hill house all the way through again 
since it first came out. Like oh. I don't think I've watched the whole thing since like right when it came out. And there, there are just some, there are some great little Easter eggs in there. There are some oh, yeah. great moments that you're like, you definitely only catch the second time around. Um, I want to revisit for that, for that exact reason. Yeah. I, mean, I caught a few in the first pass, but I'm like, I know there's, uh, I've missed a bunch. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's been really, it's been really enjoyable uh, watching it again. Um, and I'm of course, of course, very excited to get up to our collective fave midnight mass. Cause I Ooh. will <laughs> that look on your face. You just looked scared. I don't know. <laughs> No, I was thrilled. I love it. And oh, leading up to you got a new one this fall too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you're leading up to. I got exactly. it. Exactly. So I just want to like get through all of them and that'll kind of be like my focus for for the Halloween season. Um, what else? I also did uh my first seasonal watching of Practical Magic, which is You gotta. You gotta do it. Um, and on top of that, yesterday, literally yesterday, right before we went camping, I had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. So yeah, yep. And I put up, I, I got some really cute little string lights that are like pumpkins. They're like little pumpkin lights, and I put them up in my car because I camp in my car all the time. So <laughs> now I've got like all like spooky decorations in my car. That's definitely like, yeah. I feel like I'm going to like Halloween decorate my car like more than, than my actual room because you I'm just it. in it all the time. So. You, you really gotta. I know, right? So yeah, that's kind of how spooky my week's been. How about you, Ren? How spooky that's pretty good been? stuff. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, you solid watches. There's been some good movies I've been seeing. I saw Last Voyage of the Demeter. That was a few weeks ago, but stuck with me. I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm, those Those darn critics you know like <laughs> those darn critics <laughs> dracula on a boat everybody go outside and have some fun like come on <laughs> i had a, i had a blast to love that what else um firing up the uh you know the 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 halloween season planner um just trying to fill that spookify it as much as i can uh on a little bit of a budget this year too so trying to do it cheap, yeah you know which is hard to do you know because all, all your favorite halloween vendors are all like look at all the stuff we made and we're all going to release at the same time um halloween and what else been reading a ton of books it's been a it's been a big book month nice. and i just don't we've got well of course we got our book club uh mm-hmm. pick um which i had a big fun uh time reading we read camp that's damascus a that's a good one yeah i mean that's good we had a really fun conversation tail end of this um that was kind of uh that was kind of the biggest spooky thing is going to midsummer scream where i got to meet these this couple and got to see a bunch of different vendors and and meet a lot of really cool people and get a preview of what's going to be going on in in la this year for halloween especially because i won't i don't think i'm going to be able to make it out there this year for halloween so that was my like consolation of like well i get a little preview you know get to see but i am excited though there's a lot of haunts that have been closed for a while in new york that are reopening finally this year um like they've been closed since the pandemic they haven't like quite opened up yet excited to get back into the swing of the spooky season yeah, yeah, yeah. get some more episodes out to y'all um and we do more than just the podcast we also have a book club which we're recording literally right before we have a book club in like 10 minutes. 
uh, it's a lot of fun. Read a spooky book a month. If you want to join, just go to our old Instagram at Happy Harvest Horror Show, where you can go to our little link tree and uh, there's a little support, support link. And supporting at any level gets you access to the book club, even $1. And then you get to get in there and get spooky with us. It's a highlight of my month every month. And it gives me like adult homework, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. It definitely like, yeah. It, it I I I feel like I read more now that we have book club. It just keeps me like on top of it. <laughs> so yeah, it's like fun adult homework because yeah. it's also like no pressure. Like people show up to book club like having not finished the book all the time. So it's not like a <laughs> yeah. And people stressful. drop in, drop out. You know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this book's you know doesn't sound that interesting. Pop out, come back. Yeah. Um, it's great great fun so if you'd like to join again just go to our instagram at happy harvest horror show um where you'll also find on an instagram uh i make spooky candles now that's just a little little spot a little side hustle and those are for sale finally i know i've been teasing them for a long time it's been like a it's been a really hard project making candles is tough (laughs) (laughs) it's difficult (laughs) alchemy dude it's 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 wild um but they've turned out great they look fun um great art great stuff and a great scent for your holiday home yeah so, uh so if you'd like to get one you can also find that on instagram but uh yeah without further ado let's uh let's let's say goodbye to cory peace out chumps and we're gonna take a quick little break and then we're gonna be joined by the owners of the apparel store steam crow who have created a really fun thing called monster rangers and i'm excited to tell you all about it so let's take a break and i'll see you in a minute hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the podcast. It's the Happy Harvest Horror Show. And today we're joined by Daniel and Donna Davis from steam crow slash monster rangers welcome both of you how are you hi good thank you thank you yeah we're good thank you welcome Thanks to the podcast yeah yeah, yeah. I, we we met because this has been a couple weeks ago now we're at uh, midsummer scream mm-hmm. where i was walking through the show floor and i saw this big tent it drew me in with its really cool spooky art and all these uh i guess you know merit badges and spirit badges and i was really curious and then 25 minutes later i'm still talking to you <laughs> learning about the lore of this and i i really thought it was an incredible experience so i'm so glad you came on and i would just love to have this conversation again because i think this is such a cool enterprise that you guys are working on oh, yeah thank, thank you. you we just mentioned before we are the happy harvest horror show and we always love to start this off with just talking about how spooky our weeks was so how spooky was your week anything spooky happened to you guys um spooky this week i'm trying to think uh not so much this week i've just been buckling down and working and getting ready for going on our camp tour mm-hmm. where spooky things ha- spooky things happen on our camp tour so um mine was a, a level three spooky i think um i've been working on a skull slide for uh the monster rangers so it's sort of spooky it's very halloweeny so yeah i'd give it a 
It is really 2. cool. 2.3? Yeah. yeah. 2.3? Okay. Out of yeah. 5? Out of 100. <laughs> out of 100. Okay. So 104. Spooky improvement. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It'll get it, better. Yeah. yeah. It will. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, over here, uh, saw a couple spooky movies. I saw the new uh, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Oh, uh, how's that? I'm excited oh, yeah. about that. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was so fun. I went in looking for a universal monster movie and I, I got that, you know, it was, it yeah. was, it was real fun. I heard that uh, some people were comparing it to hammer films. Yeah. And so that's exciting. Cause we're big hammer films as well. Films. Oh, I, th- so. I think you're going to love it then. I thought hey, it was our, our week was a little bit more spookier than that. We watched lost boys this week. We did oh, watch some lost yes. boys. Yes. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's about some vampire teenagers into some real hooligans in 1987. <laughs> I adore that movie. I I really do. I think the soundtrack is fire. I think that yeah. uh, the sax man is double fire. Um, oh. He's also oily. <laughs> so he needs to stay away from the fire. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. Because I think this is so cool. And I'd love to just start from how did you two meet? How did this all start? Because this started with Steam Crow. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 So we met before Steam Crow. A long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago in the old 90s. And yeah. uh, Donna worked at a Spokane art supply. And I was a, a a new graphic designer of just a few years. And I went into the store to uh, buy, a pen. buy a pen. And I walked out with love. <laughs> so <laughs> a week later, we went out on our first date. Yeah. 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 We were both uh, we were both playing in local bands at the time. I was in the RV Thieves. She was in the Plug Uglies. Our plug ugly. Sorry, yeah, Donna. Sorry. Plug ugly. It's okay. And uh, so I was like, hey, I've got a show next Friday. You should, well, back up. I kept coming in so I could talk to her more often because, you know, the first thing was just this lingering eye contact that we couldn't break. And then I'm like, I got to go back. So I came back and pretended to shop. Uh, and then she wasn't there. So I had to come back again and pretend to shop. And then people would try to help me. I'm like, no, no, I want her to help me. And then <laughs> I talked to her a little bit more. And she's like, is that a Swedish gas mask bag? And I'm like, well, I, yes, it is. And then you're like, well, I have a Swedish backpack and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we started dating and uh, we got married about almost 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, it's our 25th anniversary yeah. October 10th. Wow. Big yeah. congrats. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. So then uh, we started a tile business called Hunter Davis Studio with uh, the Hunter, the Hunters. And we did that it making arts and craft tile. Art Nouveau, arts and craft yeah. style, relief tile. And that was great. And then Daniel ended up getting a design job. A, yeah. yeah. A design job for Desert Schools Credit Union down here in Credit Phoenix. Unions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? And so we had just built a house and moved in. Like our own handmade tile was all in the house and everything. And we lived in it nine months and we packed up when we moved. Wow. To Arizona. Yeah. With a two-year-old. So... Woo. Yeah. So, but that was a real catalyst. So, um, you know, sometimes change is really important, right? I was kind of turning into an old man in my, you know, early mid thirties or whatever it was. I don't even know anymore, but, uh, you know, and I would get lost in Spokane driving around, which is really a small city. It's not a big deal. And I was just getting to be really like curmudgeonly a little bit. And so I thought, you know, I don't want to live in Arizona at all, but let's just shake up our lives. So we did. And then we did. So we uh, ended up taking a vacation at San Diego Comic-Con 2005. At this point, 
I'm just making some design. I'm I'm a graphic designer, a web designer for a credit union. Mm -hmm. And I, on the side, I'm drawing cartoon monsters for cafe press. So I'm making dumb monster designs and selling my t-shirts. And I'm thinking this is about as good as it's going to get. And so um, we go to San Diego comic-con. We finally have money. We go on vacation and we start meeting all these indie artists there. So we meet Sanjay Patel, uh, he had a book called Little India, and he does. Uh, he's done a, a Disney, a Disney short, I think, and some other stuff. Anyway, he's a Pixar yeah. animator, and he had this book. And I'm like, man, you work at Pixar? And he's like, oh yeah, man, that's just a job. <laughs> like, yeah. Ugh. But what I'm passionate about is this book I made. I'm like, really? Wow, that's cool. So we buy the book, and then we we walk down, you know, another aisle. And we meet another indie animation person, and you know, they worked at uh, like. Uh, the other dreamworks mm -hmm. and i'm like you work at dreamworks and they're like yeah that's just a job like <laughs> yeah it's not my movie they're making i'm just like moving stuff around or you know or i do storyboards what i'm passionate about is it's a book i made and so at some point donna leans over and goes you know you could make a haiku monster book and i'm like what i could and you're like yeah you've been doing all those monsters on cafe press and it was like a key that like gave me permission and like unlocked it because up till now mm -hmm. living in Spokane, you never meet anybody that ever worked in the industry, right? You mm -hmm. never meet anybody that's an artist for a living ever. Like, like there's like one guy that like left Spokane and became an anchor for Marvel. And we're like, he's the greatest. He's a God. So for us, you know, we're like, oh no, we're just, I'm from Spokane. Well, and none of it was like pop culture art either in Spokane. I mean, the biggest artist there was Harold Blaze and Blaze. And he, you know, does these abstract, really great, you know. Like 60, early 70s, late 60s yeah, uh, geometric so sculptures. Kind of like Matisse, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which was really cool. But you know, anything lowbrow was kind of like, oh no, 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 you're not gonna make it. So. so so at the show, I start like when we have lunch and dinner, you know, I start thinking about it, and I'm like, wow, maybe I don't have to work at Pixar before I get to try to do my dream job. Uh, but I'm like, well, that's kind of putting the card before the horse. Let's, but let's be back at San Diego Comic Con next year with a booth. Yeah, and I'll go. So I started drawing. I had a couple of the characters drawn before we even left the Comic Con. We get home. Donna takes over every duty uh, in the home to keep us alive. We're still working full time. We still have like a two and a half hour commute every day. But every day I work on a page of that book and I don't think I can ever finish it. Right. I, I'm like, I don't know, no confidence, but I just keep going mm -hmm. and I make it a haiku monster book because haikus are short. So the writing is going to get, get in the way really. And, you know, I just made this crazy book. And then like two months later, I'm like, Donna, I'm almost done. There's only like three more pages left and a cover and stuff. So we got it done. Uh, and then uh, we send it to the Comic-Con people and we're like, hey, we'd like to be in your San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> and your WonderCon and your Ape Alternative Press Expo in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sent them just prints of the pages because I don't have a book. Mm -hmm. I'll have a book printed by then. Wink, wink. Well, no, it was sent to print. We just didn't have it. Yeah, yet. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Sanjay Patel helped us out with it. He everything. did. Yeah, he told us where to get it printed. Yeah. So we did. 
Mm-hmm. And we did, and then we got in in the artist alley, and then uh, no, 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 we got into small oh, press. Well, yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Small press. Well, we did WonderCon first, then that. So anyway, we started doing cons. Yeah, yeah, man, we really dug deep there. Sorry about that, but yeah, we just no, I uh, love it. So we just started <laughs> that's doing. What I'm show. curious on, yeah. <laughs> so at, at this point, time. at this no. point, we're doing friendly cartoon monster products, right? But there's no focus. And Mm -hmm. we keep doing it. We just do it more and more. Like we did like, I think six shows that first year. Cause I'm like, Donna, come on. We got to do a lot of shows. We have all these books now. How are we going to sell them if we don't do shows? So we do shows and it's really hard because we have full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. We're traveling. I had it easier because I could just take days off where she was a teacher. She couldn't art teacher. Mm -hmm. And so we just keep going. And so every year we build up a little bit more and, uh, and, pretty quick in it i'm like man i don't want to work for this credit union anymore it's really corporate and i I, i'm not a super corporate dude i like drawing monsters wouldn't that be the dream job drawing monsters for living that sounds pretty great Mm -hmm. so you know i make that my goal i'm like man if i work my butt off for three years if i work so hard i can have that job in three years Mm -hmm. so three years come along and we're not there we're not close we, I think in three years, we were making like 15000 a year with the business. So, I mean, we're doing something, but it wasn't enough to quit your job for. Mm-hmm. And so I go and I start interviewing a couple artists that we'd met and made friends with. So there's an artist named Gris Grimley. He's a children's, spooky children's book author who's super cool guy. Awesome. Yeah, he's a neat guy. And he uh, he's done a lot of books. And he did uh, character designs for the new Pinocchio movie. Yeah, by I Guillermo. saw it. He's so yeah. good. I love yeah, his he's great. He is fantastic. Yeah, and he's a really neat guy. So uh, I go, hey, man, hey, Gris, man, what am I doing wrong, man? I'm, I'm working so hard. I've got the chops. I know I do because it's, you know, I'm, I got the skills. I could do this. And he's like, yeah, man, well, how long have you been doing it? I'm like, three years. <laughs> and I wipe some sweat off my brow dramatically. And, uh, and he goes, yeah, man, you're seeing me at 10. So, you know, just keep at it. And I'm like, all right. All right, I'll do that. And then <laughs> a next show, we saw another guy named Attaboy. So Attaboy is an artist in San Francisco, and he also is the publisher of High Fructose Magazine. So he's a, but this is right before the magazine. And so I do the same thing. I, man, yeah, how long does it, you know, I'm here. I'm, what am I, what's the secret? Mm-hmm. And he goes, how long you been doing? I'm like three years and one month and four days. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you see me at 10 years. Takes time. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, oh, so then we just ground, went back to the trenches and ground it more. And again, we did more shows and. Yeah. And it it switched over. And then we actually got to take a little vacation back up to Spokane to go visit his mom Mm -hmm. on the farm. And at this point, we know that we need something else for our brand. Like, I know that we're not there. Like we have cool things, but there's nothing tying them together. There's no story. There's nothing unified. We're not doing fan art, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. occasionally we'll do a Dracula or something. Yeah. So we started in 2006 was our first year of cons. So that we did WonderCon and stuff like that. So we're getting close to about 2015 mm-hmm. yeah for about now. And so by then Daniel has, you know, we've, he's, finally working for us Uh full time because I looked at him one day and I was like, you have to quit because we can't do this anymore. It's just too Uh hard. It was way too hard. And I, and I'm like, you need to just quit. And so we made that big loop, big leap, sorry, loop, leap, Uh went on vacation 
and started uh, on the drive up to Spokane from here. And uh, we started talking about a way to help retain customers mm-hmm. because we had a lot of one-time customers. So nobody sure. was, nobody was returning. Or not as many as we wanted. We're like, right. man, if we could get like, you know, 20% of our people come back, that would make a big change for that us. That'd be, be great. Really great. So that's the, like the mechanical, the, the, the business need. Yeah. And so we thought of, uh, we created Steam Crow Scouts. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. thought, well, what if it was patches like spirit patches or merit patches? And yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be Steam Crow Scouts. Steam Crow Scouts will be this secret club of people that like Steam Crow, right? And we'll uh-huh. make a few patches and we'll make a bag and you'll put them on the bag. And that'll be it. And that'll be it. And I made a story, right? Mm-hmm. So the boring part is that we have this business need. The real deal is we need a focus for our brand. We mm-hmm. need a focus. Coffee monsters, no. Cereal monsters, no. How about <laughs> monster scouts? Yeah. So we uh, make up a store. Oh, actually, so for the next year, we go yeah. to shows. And every time I see a super, like a super Steam Crow collector, fan, whatever you want to call it, I'd go, hey, can you come, come over here. So uh, we're thinking about starting the scouting thing, see, and maybe uh, would uh, you know you can tell me if this is a bad idea, but uh, we want to make badges, and you know you'd collect them, and uh, I don't know, it's like scouting, see, and they'd go, yeah, that sounds cool. I'm like, you'll tell me if it's not cool, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. I'm like, okay. So I do that with a bunch of people, and no one uh-huh. tells me no. So we like invest in uh, time, right? We start designing uh what this might look like we know it needs to be old timey 1903 we Mm -hmm. decide on the hex shape we decide that these badges are going to interlock in some way yeah so it'd be really designery and cool and we had 10 badges that we designed plus like a a core patch and then a founder patch yeah okay and so and they were all leather Yep, they're all leather because oh. we don't have to do a lot of production, right? You could just laser a bunch, hire someone to laser them, and you're done. Yeah, okay. and so and so we do this, but it takes you know it takes some time actually to, you know, we're like rebranding in some ways, but it's just a again we think it's a secret club, and then what happens is we we tell the story of Baron Davis, this farmer in 1903 who gets struck by lightning, and when he wakes up, he can see the monsters that have lived among us the whole time. And he decides, uh, well, monsters are foreigners. They need help, and he helps them. But he wants to make the monster rangers, what we end up calling it eventually, uh-huh. uh, to help monsters across the world. Believe, study, and protect our monster friends. Mm-hmm. So that's the story. So, okay. So because I had made some missteps earlier about, uh, I made a character in one of our books, Baron Davis, in our first book, in fact, Caught Creatures, the Monster yeah, Haiku book. Duke Davis. Duke Davis, his brother. Mm-hmm. So he's a monstrologist and he collects monsters. Uh-huh. Like, so I did some talks as like playing the character of Baron Davis. And that was great, but he's a monstrologist. So he hunts monsters. I'm like, man, that just doesn't sit right. It doesn't mm-hmm. sit right with me. Like I love monsters. So I don't want to hunt them and kill them. Right. And I don't want our brand to be about destroying monsters. So, so we had to, you know we had to fix something we got to fix yeah. it yeah. so we do and so then what happens is uh hey everybody come see our new uh you know steam crow scout stuff at uh phoenix comic-con and then people start writing me like a few weeks later yeah i'm, I'm gonna show you my uniform i'm like oh we don't have uniforms and he goes yes we do i'll show you it i'm like oh okay that's kind of weird 
And then someone else said, yeah, I can't wait to show you my uniform. I'm like, we don't have uniforms. There's no such thing. This is a pretend club. Uh, and then what happens? 26 people have uniforms yep. at Incredible. the first event. And we're like, what is happening? And they're all infringing on Boy Scouts of America and Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> and so that's really not great. So I'm like, listen, if you're making a uniform, please stop. And I will make a uniform guide and we will do something else. So we're not getting in trouble because I know about, you know, it's, we don't want to get in trouble. No. So we do that and we, uh, and we make a uniform guide. And at this point, there's just one kind of crow scout. We called them. And, uh, and oh, then and a, and a monster medic. There yeah. Was and then a yeah, monster medic, a monster medic, which was a cool graphic I had made in my comic uh, monster commute few years mm-hmm. before and so we like this character is great so yeah we'll have monster medics and then people started making monster medic costumes and uniforms and that's cool but we're like oh this is funny this is weird and crazy so we do this for like a year and people are like are we gonna have like meetings i'm like no nope we're not gonna have meetings we don't have time for that uh we're doing shows for a living and they're like oh, can we do missions I'm like mm, i don't know that seems like a lot of work i don't know how to do that and so then we build a website for this thing and we figure out a way that they could have redeemable codes for badges. And I'm like, okay. And then I make some missions and they're all street team things to get the word out. Cause we have mm-hmm. no, we are, our plan to stay uh, unknown is never to use paid advertising. <laughs> we want word of mouth. We want real. Sure. So, you know, we do things the hard way. But um, so the people start doing missions. We start mailing them badges. And then they're like, when are we going to go camping? And we're like, no, man, we don't do that. We do shows. We're going to do shows. Uh-huh. So at this point, we have cronies. So these are Steam Crow fans that come and help us at shows, right? Right. And uh, they're generally our A-list kind of members of, they're just great customers that we like. And we spend time with and become friends. So we have a crony now at a California show and she's fully dressed in a ranger uniform. And somebody goes, Hey, what's this part of your booth? Cause it's now just a tiny part of our big booth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, this is the, you know, this is the uh, crow scouts or steam crow scouts, or whatever we called it. Monster scouts. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a imaginary uh, scouting community. Yeah, it's a faux thing. And she goes, we are not fake. We're real. I'm like, and she was serious. I'm like, oh, I think you're right, probably. Because if you think it's real, then it is real. Mm-hmm. Dang it. What happened? So it was a real thing. And I kind of had to, you know, I had to be kind of. We had to cold. play a lot of catch up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because people but, were so excited and so gung ho about it. And so. And and yeah. so, you know, one of the principles of branding is not what you say you are. It's what your community says. Sure. You are, right. Yeah. And so. So out of all the stuff we're doing, the the scouts stuff is the thing that's stopping people at our booth. Some of our booths were 20 by 20 islands and one four foot section in one corner was scouts. And that was the part where people stopped. And so anyway, it kept growing and going. And then um, somebody goes again, when are we going to camp? And I'm like, man, Donna, uh, you know, I think they're right. Like, I mean, we're saying we're scouts and this person said we're real and it's real, I think mm-hmm. now. So maybe we really should do one camp out once. So they'll get off our backs about it. We'll just do a camp and it'll be fine. 
And so then we have to stop and do a bunch of work, right? Because we've got to make up all these traditions from 1903. So our story is that my great, great grandfather, Baron Davis started this thing. And so me and Donna discovered it in an attic, right? We opened a crate, we found some badges and we're discovering this and sharing it with you guys. And then we're making- We found it in a log. Yeah, in a log, (laughs) who knows? And so then we're, uh, and then we're like making reproductions of some of the items from the olden days, something like that. And uh, so we make a bunch of traditions and we have the camp. Was Windig the first one? Yeah. So we called it the Shindig because we thought it'd be a one-time thing. So Monster Scout Shindig. We do it here in Arizona in the winter and it's great. Like, it's really cool. Like we we have um, around 100 attendees. Mm-hmm. We're camping. We're eating food together. Uh, we do some weird traditions together and that's bonding. Um, and then there's a massive windstorm and it knocks our whole booth over and destroys it. Oh, it happened more than once at this campground because it's just, it just gets windy in Mesa. And so it just takes everything out. So we have photos of like just destruction. (laughs) So, yeah. So, so Windig became Shin, I mean, Shindig became Windig. (laughs) And uh, anyway, once we did that, we realized there's some magic sauce there. Why? Well, you're not just like selling, right? We don't want to, honestly, if we didn't have to sell, I wouldn't sell at all, but we have to sell the some way to get money to live. Mm-hmm. But at camp, you know, we don't have to sell the whole time, right? So people buy some passes. So that helps pay for stuff. And then we can just spend a little more time with people. Mm-hmm. And we got to know them better. They told us what they liked and they started leading us like you were alluding to Donna. They started leading us to what they wanted the Rangers to be. And we were like, oh, cool. Like we want bandanas. Okay. We want uh neckerchief slides. And wouldn't it be great to have a spork and a tin cup and a blah, you know, on and on and on. Yeah. So we do all that. And then we start going, you know, our brand is this, isn't it? And how are we going to change what we are? We were already, we were already moderately successful with Steam Crow. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. it was both of our living at this point, but we're in this weird place where we're trying to be, you know, we're selling t-shirts and selling prints, but also trying to sell the scouting stuff. And, and like, it isn't working together very well. Like it's kind of a mess and mm-hmm. you want to, you know, branding wise, we're like, man, this needs to look like it's from 1903. You know, what are we going to do? So it takes us a couple of years of transition to go, man, we need a handbook. We need another booth that's better. And so we just have to kind of, kind of struggle through the next couple of years of doing all that stuff. And so we finally figure out a booth design that works the crate system that works and we get a cargo van and we build it all around the, the crate. Anyway, we finally get it like going. And now finally we've turned the corner, which is just a huge relief. Cause it, you know, it's so confusing to have two brands and, you know, sure. and no one really understands, you know, the relationship of them and all that. So anyway, long story long, we're the monster, monster rangers, rangers. Uh-huh. which is which actually works out better we like it because it's also more adult it, right? it's more adult and the majority of our rangers are adults uh-huh and so and we didn't set out to make this a kid thing anyways so sure. that was never our focus so yeah like i think someday we'll have a junior monster rangers like thing but yeah but not right now 
but that's not how it is right now. Well, this is yeah, this is about the part when I was talking to you that I was so fascinated by this community. It just kind of had a mind of its own and built all around this. But yeah. you were saying on the bedrock of all this was this lore and this like story that you guys created, which I yeah. thought was fascinating that like it's not just, you know, we're going to meet for a camp or collect these badges. There's also like right. a whole world you've created. So, yeah. So the deal is, is that I realized that I had a chance, you know, we had we made the Steam Crow brand and we, you know, we, I knew what missteps, not missteps. So I just knew it didn't have focus. And so I'm like, wow, what if I take the idea of a game master? Let's take how I game master for like my role-playing game at home and let's apply it to the Rangers idea to help me generate ideas. And that turned out to be the right idea because that's the kind of lore that I write. And so then I'm making up who the bad guys are and I'm making up like glossaries of cuss words and, and, uh, you know, different branches and, you know, we're making up characters together of, in our history and, and on and on, you know? And so that became the foundation of the role-playing game that we just put out this year. Yeah. So, um, but, but yeah, I just, so what's great is all these people know the lore from the role that's in the role-playing game that have never played a role-playing game maybe you know because mm-hmm. they they've been reading the lore for years mm-hmm. so yeah and how is the lore over the time is it has it all just been like included with badges like there's little snippets or has there been well it's uh yeah you know some i mean there's in our badge of the month club we mm-hmm. write a little write-up for every badge so they get a little half sheet write-up and sometimes there's lore in there sometimes there's stories in there and sometimes it's just tomfoolery uh, I think I just mostly just write it and put it into, I just put it online. I just put it yeah. into our site and then we'll make up a character and then we'll write lore about it. And so it all kind of goes together. And then when we do a t-shirt design, it might have, you know, some lore attached to it as well, spoken mm-hmm. or unspoken, Right. but I might pull that character in again and use it and tell you more lore about it. So it all kind of intermingles and, but, but man, story plus art way better than just art sure but and we've also been able to go back to all of our steam crow stuff and pull in a lot of oh yeah mm-hmm. that we created in the beginning because it wasn't just caught creatures that we wrote we wrote a story called clawberry and then we also have an alphabet book uh after monsters halloween. in it called after halloween and so Love we've it. been able to pull this information well and also a bunch of the characters from uh, monster commute because for a while you know in our process of figuring out what we were going to be and where we we're going daniel was getting up at four o'clock every morning to write and draw a daily comic before work before work it's a commitment and yeah oh, yeah it was very hard yeah and so we've got this monster and a robot who are live in their cars and they're stuck in an eternal commute and, and so and then this monster world called monstru which yeah. we just inserted right into our lore so monsters the monster world on the other side of our world and obscuria is the in-between yeah so that's where the monster rangers take place yeah so we've been able to use everything that we've created in the past because, because monster rangers. honestly the difference between steam crow and the monster rangers is nothing except for a, a ranger's story you know so yeah it was just turning just sharpening the pencil a little bit more and pointing it a little bit more direct sort of a uh, direction. And yeah, it's really made a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's kind of the secret sauce of people can own it in a way that, you know, that they can 
Um, yeah. They can they can take these stories and they can take this product and then they can make well, their own story, you know, like insert yeah. themselves into it. Well, that's it. the magic really is that, hey, you can be part of this, not right. just a, a uh, spectator. Mm-hmm. You can interact with it. You can... You can add your stories to it. You can make up your persona for your ranger. You can, you know, make crafts, invent things like a lot of our, I mean, yeah, a lot of them are inventing things all the time, you know? So it, yeah. it that's the magic is giving them some room to do so. So like I've made, I've had to like, let go a little bit of some of the things I've designed to go one to leave them room, right? Mm-hmm. My lore is never going to just fill in every gap right? That's not my goal. I'm trying to give a, a good skeleton so other people can put on bones and muscle and fat. Well, I guess that's the skeleton is the bones, right? It's, okay. it's they're all connected. It's okay. um, ligaments. We'll say ligaments. Ligaments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, giving them some room and then, you know, I do things like, you know, I've made some of my characters, I've given them, I've made them in stencils and given them the design so they can stencil their own stuff. Uh, like cargo tiger, they can make their own cargo tiger stuff. And so, you know, uh, you've got to share a little bit, but I still, we have some rules, you know, like they're not allowed to make, you know, like merch, like uh, you could make a one-off patch, but please don't manufacture a patch for your group in your state. That's my job. Like that's, so that's kind of our agreement. And so we kind of have to teach new folks about that, but generally I think it works pretty well. And uh, our people are awesome is the other secret thing is super creative yeah. and super friendly and just and welcoming and mm-hmm. it's really yeah it, you know what you put out in the world comes back to you too so we were you know donna especially is a really nice person who's you know puts off positive vibes and it attracted positive kind of people so anyway yeah it's magic so you know we just have to treat our people really well like because that matters they you know they can they can buy Marvel or Disney stuff all day long, but Disney doesn't really care. But we care about them because they're keeping us alive. So yeah, yeah. I'm curious about the uh, the community and the kind of the the relationship you guys sort of have creating back and forth. Because you mentioned that you, you encourage that they don't make patches, but I was on the website and I saw that you know you have guides for all the different branches and the different uniforms. Yeah. So how does, does are these just like kind of like layouts for how they would, you know, go home and create this using this color scheme or these props. So it's just to give them guidance, like, Hey, you can do this. Here's some ideas I have, but the secret is do it however you want. Like you do not. So our uniforms are not uniform. So a lot of things we have are quirkily upside down. Right. So Uh like it's a uniform, but don't be uniform, you know? So, <laughs> so they're encouraged to put on their badges any way they want. We're, uh-huh. we're never going to go to somebody and go, your uniform's wrong because you don't have this. Like, we don't want to be policemen. Like who wants no. that job? Sure. Like, Oh yeah. Hey, person that's supporting me, uh, your badge is on the wrong sleeve. Well, F that we're not going to do that ever. So we, so we just, it turned out to be a strength to go, Hey, be creative with it. And so, you know what happens? They surprise us with oh, and they great ideas. Like, so it, they do things we'd never have, would have predicted. Yeah. I mean, see the pictures just on the website of different ones. It's, it's incredible. The, the costumes that they come up with, it's it's really cool. And what, so what what is that like then? Because you said that the camp started off in a humble way, but has it, it's now grown into you've got five different camps coming up <laughs> over yeah. the yeah. next yeah, we, few months. Yeah. So this is now a, a, taking out of a life of its own. 
It yeah, it is. Yeah, the it, first camp we did was just one night. Yeah. yeah, we all went out and it was just one night, and we all decided right then and there that one night was too rough. It was mm-hmm. we couldn't it's too hard. It was too hard. We couldn't do anything. You know, you get there, you set up, you have some fun, and then the next morning you're packing up and getting out already. Sure. So so we made it until from Friday to Sunday. And so we did that. And then, uh, and then people were like, we need more time to craft because, you know, as with all things, you know, all of a sudden we're like so excited. And then we have all these people coming and then we have all this programming. And at one camp, we had two, like we bought both group camps. So we had camp A and camp B. And so two Ramadas. Two Ramadas across this big parking lot in Mesa. And there's stuff going on at every at, hour, like all the time. And I'm, it, this it was is too, too much. much. It was yeah. just too much. And so people were like, we just want to hang out with you. And so, especially after COVID, Mm-hmm. and getting back into the swing of things we were like let's just make all our camps i mean we had just started making all our camps four days right before covid started and our goal was to have just one day where it was just all crafting do whatever you want mm-hmm. but it gives us a day that we can set up so that we can actually greet people when they arrive the next day yeah so that we're not so uh, just harried. Yeah. So we get there Thursday, set everything up and people are welcome to come on Thursday. They don't have to. A lot of people because of jobs or school or whatever, they come Friday. Sure. Um, but then, you know, Friday, we just, we hang out and we do crafts. And if some rangers want to run a craft, they'll run a craft and teach other rangers how to do things. And, or I teach other rangers how to do things on that day. And then Saturday is Saturday is usually our biggest programming day. Yeah. So you do with so, Derby. Yeah. Barter circle. Barter circle. Uh, Friday night's movie night. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we summon monsters at yeah. the fire on Saturday night. It's usually a monster will show up and yeah. do something some weird. Some sort of shape or form. Sometimes you get a sweet potato. <laughs> or yam. Or yam, depending or on. Or both. Yeah. It's incredible. I think it's it's wonderful what you guys have made. And I think, yeah, I, I've just never encountered anything like it. I was walking through Midsummer Scream, walking through many, you know, t-shirt vendors and whatnot and then i yeah, saw yeah, this one and it's definitely the- nutty like we're not even quite sure yet how to even present it right because like you had to come and find out that it was a camping thing too and like i don't even know what to tell them anymore like because it's a lot of different things and mm-hmm. like if you just want a t-shirt and a patch you could just do that too like you don't have to be involved in no. all this stuff sure and it's weird man like to pitch scouting like it's not really a hip thing exactly, uh, but, you know, whatever, like it is what it is, but like, it's just a weird thing, you know, and we can't like plug into the alt scouting community because there isn't one. Yeah. So we can't just go, hey, uh, I see that you're interested in alt alternate scouting organizations. Well, here's ours and it's not for kids. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> about Halloween and monsters and, you know, I don't know, like it's just the weirdest thing, but it's 
it's very us and yeah, it is very it's quirky. quirky and it's yeah we try to make it fun and we try not to be predatory mm-hmm. and our predators you know we're not here to like try to siphon every last dollar from every member because that would be short-sighted we're we, we're long tail on this thing no, but it's also good for our mental health because Otherwise, you know, now that we both work from home, we just stay here and work, 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 work. And then the uh-huh. only time we go out is to go to a convention and then we come back and work, 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 work. So these camps are a way for us to be able to get out and to be more social and to relax. Yeah. And, you know, to and to take that break. And we get really great feedback from our rangers, too, about, you know, certain things that they want or like ideas like. I'm sick of black shirts. Can you please print on another color? Uh-huh. You know, yeah, yeah. Things like that. How, yeah. so, I mean, the demand has to be high enough that you have five camps just coming up before December, but would, do you have like a, I mean, how many people do you think, would you estimate are now part of this? You know, I don't knows? know. Yeah. Nobody knows. I don't yeah. even know what you count. Right. Like, right. Like our, you know, uh, because we have rangers that are in Ohio and they like Florida and New yeah. York and stuff, and they haven't been to been able to make it to a camp yet. Sure. And we haven't been able to make it over to the East Coast. So, so, like, it is definitely a small underground, crazy little thing, right? But, um, you know, we send a newsletter to like forty six hundred people, and um, but our site probably has a just under a couple thousand members. There's somebody's uh-huh. registered and chosen a branch. But I don't know, you know, I don't know. We don't have any like, you know, hard, fast, like since it's easy to come into it, we don't make a lot of barriers to entry. Right. Right. So, and don't sure. really push it really hard. We're not mm-hmm. we're not like because hanging out with weird people at a camp for it's a risky. long time is risky. Yep, yeah. You got to take a risk to come to our camp. Yes. Yeah. You, know, you know, that's scary. And, and so and we have a lot of introverts who become slightly extroverted and then retreat to their tents for a little bit. And then they uh-huh. come out and they they have fun. So it's really great to see those introverted people come out and participate and, you know, meet new people and do new things. And yeah. stuff. so that's really awesome. But then they have a chance to go back and just be their 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 introvert self. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got this like this really cool sliding scale that like me coming in, I was uh, I I love collecting like every other nerd. We love collecting things. And Mm -hmm. so like you created this really cool product of like these merit badges, spirit badges. And then, you know, if somebody wants to go further, they can join in the 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 role playing or the 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 story or the lore of it and then it just like you deeper and deeper like when i was doing just you know going through your website beforehand looking looking to this i found all the missions that you can do to get these exclusive badges and found all the the different you know uh, branches all the different i think it's it's it's, this has become like a a thing that i've stumbled on that i i admittedly hadn't heard it before i got to the the con but once i've gone I've been digging and digging and it's like, wow, this is like a really cool role-playing game that there's just more and more that I can uncover. Yeah. And that's the, you know, that's the coolest thing about the project is, you know, we're super indie, right? We don't have a cartoon that we can, you know, you're not buying us our stuff because you love Darth Vader, right? We've got to have something that makes us special. And so, so what we've been trying to do is connect everything with story and every time we add something, it just makes the whole thing richer. So, you know, like 
we had a handbook finally. Well, then we made another handbook and another handbook. Well, now those are good for the role-playing game if you happen to be a role player. But if you're not, then that's fine too. And then, you know, we have a spork and then, you know, we do Kickstarters and the Kickstarters are often around our lore, you know, one way or another. Um, so anyway, the idea is that we just keep on building onto this thing. And so at some point it'll be undeniably a a universe of you know stuff uh, you know a universe of some sort you know sure sure um you know that isn't just a you know a fan art thing or a you know something yeah, else who knows? you know so i don't know but well, do you have any plans like looking towards the future anything that you're future. you don't have to announce anything <laughs> if you haven't announced it yet but well <laughs> um so uh I mean, yeah, I mean, we have some ultimate goals for sure. Um, one is we, you know, we definitely need more rangers. We don't need all the people in the world, but we definitely need rangers. The, you know, the pandemic really hurt us, honestly. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it made, we haven't seen a lot of the faces that we used to see. And so we're just back to kind of building again. That said, we don't want to also be, you know, tens of thousands of members ever. Sure. But, you know, if we get like, we got 300 people at a camp that would be mind-boggling you know at every at our camps if we did the camp tour the 300 each time that'd be amazing our ultimate goal is audacious and silly but it's uh is, is to have our own campground and so yeah. be a, a monstro camp so it's essentially like our disneyland for rangers but the cool part is that you don't have to like engineer what trees look like you just go to where there are trees, right? Right. And you just supplement it with like, you know, well, we'll bring in a totem pole, right? But this time it'll be all of our monsters and we do this ceremony here. And and then we have, you know, I'd love to have mini cabins that are all themed by branch. So, you know, the dark librarian one has all these books in it. And then we hide stuff in the books, you know, where there's things for you to discover. And then, the, you know, and so on. So we could do that. And then we'd have musicians come and play for us so it'd be like a little festival it'd be like our little burning man thing and then when we're not doing those camps we could do camps that are centered on certain crafting weekends a um, halloween themed camp a halloween camp a role-playing camp a live action role play camp we yeah could, and then we could just have some general camps and then we could just even just airbnb the camp when you know for other times but our studio would be there because we have to have a studio anyway. It would be nice to not have the laser in the kitchen anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Have so, the space to do it. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's our crazy audacious plan is what we'd love to do. Um, because the thing is we could do start making some, you know, we could have we could have ceremonies that are like cooked into the landscape, right? So, oh, well, we go around the corner and at this stump we do barter circle because that's where the goblins did it. And, you know, over here in the pit, we, you know, whatever, you know, we do different stuff. And so that'd be really cool because we could start making some magic and all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, I think it'd be really cool. And the thing is, it could, I mean, you don't have to do a lot to skin nature to be like a 1920s camp place that's also like Halloween. I don't know. Like, it sounds amazing to me. I can see it. 
Sounds amazing to me. And I think the audience is absolutely there. I mean, we were just at a convention that in in July in California for Halloween, you know, that and thousands of people were there that we loved it that much. And I think yeah. about like I love going to like Ren fairs in the middle of the woods that are right. just like mm -hmm. self-serving. That's it's just this little ecosystem of, you know, yeah. guild and then, makers and all this stuff. And, but yeah, and then for us, our life can get a little simpler because the problem is is as artists and vendors. You have to have time to make things. Sure. You have to have time to make story. Then you also should be like year round vending every weekend. Like, so a lot of the fan art folks, they could just do that. They make the stuff and then they just spend the rest of the year vending and, you know, doing 50 shows a year or something crazy. But we don't want to do that. We can't do that. We, you know, and so there's a certain point where we need to dive all the way into just making you know and so if we could get people to come to us mm -hmm. come to our camp and make that an amazing experience once a year for a, our jumbo prime camp then that would be amazing and then you know for the local people they could come to one of these weekends or we mm -hmm. could even do you know like i said other crafting where even we teach people how to mm -hmm. you know what we know about the business side of things i don't know anyway there's a lot you could do um, but the problem is land's gotten all expensive all of a sudden. Yeah. So that's really a drag. So anyway, so we gotta we gotta get some more rangers in in going so we can make this thing happen. But we're working on it. We are working on it. Well, I think you guys are killing it. I think I mean I think this sounds incredible. Oh, thank you. I wish you guys all the luck in the world. And I, you know, I hope uh hope our audience, there's some other people out there that also think it's just as cool as I do. Um thank but, you. But going forward, how uh you know, we got five camps coming up. The next one's in Colorado. Yep. Uh, August 24th. Where can, uh, where can people find out more about like the camps and monster rangers in general? So uh, it's steamcrow.com is mm -hmm. our store. So steam crows our studio. So that's where we sell things. Mm -hmm. So there's a camp monster camp section. And then that are all the camps. All the camps are also bookable right now. Um, camps, I think are, I don't know if they're like around $125 a car load. Mm -hmm. so they're also a good value so you don't have to uh you don't have to like it's not a hundred dollars a person it's just a carload of people we don't care how many people you bring we don't care how many tents you bring just bring people and then uh to learn about the lore and the world and like what to, what we do at camp you go to monsterrangers.com um which has uh glossaries like i said lore some characters who the bad guys are missions a badge directory with not a lot of images and <laughs> all kinds of We're stuff. We're still like that. catching up on that because we created a monster. Yeah. And so, and for the longest time, it's just been the two of us, but now we have, we have some uh, rangers who are awesome and helping us and yeah, getting stuff in and making spreadsheets for us so that we can check our work. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a nutty amount of like, you know, again, we don't ever do anything easy. And that's how you end up with the monster rangers, right? Is you go and just make something interesting. But yeah, we don't, we don't go, we don't pick things because they're easy to do. We just pick them because they're the right, idea. right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But that means that we're like, Oh, I'm 200 badges behind on write-ups and I don't have energy for that anymore. And if I think about it, I want to hide. So we'll get there. <laughs> well, I've got help now to, yeah, I'll get them to help with that. Yeah. Well, I've got faith. You guys, you've come this far. I mean, just getting the community like this, this is, uh, that's, that's the hardest well, part. I think now I just got to grow it. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we tend to do things backwards. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But that isn't so, always bad. Like, no. Like uh, the role play game is a great example. So I've been trying to make a role playing game since 99. And had I made the first role playing game, there I would have made it for an audience of none. And no, you know, no one would have known about it. No one would have cared. But this time we build the community first and all the lore first, which means when it was time to put it all together, I'd had time to think about all these elements for years so when mm-hmm. they came together i had you know if i if you sat me down and i had to come up with you know again a glossary and what the branches were and what our lore was all at once and who the bad guys were it wouldn't be very good because i would have had to go well i'm out of ideas now oh well, here this is good enough or whereas you know i'm like oh i could keep developing the ideas and refining them and then you know making them better so yeah But it's also given us more focus in moving forward, too. It's really helpful to now have that RPG game because Mm -hmm. now now the handbooks that we do from here on out have a really great purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, the Rangers are big in Norway, in France, in Japan. International. This is incredible. In Australia. In Australia, but wink, wink. Not really, but. There are some in Australia. There are real ones. But in we'd Australia. love to go to Japan because I think Japan would eat this up like nobody's business. So Collecting if I keep saying that, monster badges, absolutely. Uh, so if I keep saying it, then we'll end up going over there and doing an event, which would be awesome. That would be cool. Sky's the limit, and I hope you get there. I mean, this is this is so cool, and I'm excited to keep following. And and uh, I I forgot my first little badge when I was at the booth. It was a Bride of get? Frankenstein badge. Oh, okay. uh, oh the patch. perfect. Some got bride behind me. I I love all things bride, but yeah, um, she is my favorite monster. Same, my favorite, big, big same. Um, but yeah, this has been wonderful. Thank you both for coming on and just telling me about the story and this journey. Yeah, and this thanks. is so cool, and yeah, I'm excited to, to see where it goes from here. But well, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Well, do you want to take the pledge? What's the pledge? Oh, we'll oh. Just repeat oh. after. Oh. Okay, all right, let's so. do it. Uh, I'll make you an official monster ranger now. Yeah, look at this. Okay. Repeat after me. I pledge to believe. I pledge to believe. And study. And study. And protect. And protect. Our monster friends. Our monster friends. (laughs) And so when you do that, you end up making a claw with three, with your thumb and the other two fingers. And that's the caw claw. So when you see a ranger... In real life, if you see our badges on somebody's jacket, you're supposed to caw at them. Yes, and then caw at them. They should caw back. We'll know them by the hand signal. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yes, thank you very thank much. You. Uh, good luck. And uh, yeah, to hear more about Monster Rangers very soon. All right. All right. Thank you.